Right, should we start? Okay. And we'll see what happens. Oh, we're going to nervous. <laughs> don't need to be nervous, it's fine. <laughs> you're just telling a story. If I don't tell stories. <laughs> well, you're out to, so <laughs> it'll be fine. Well, hello, lovely people, and welcome to episode 19 of Nace Pod. I hope you've all had a great week and that you've had a lot of fun doing whatever you've been doing. It's been a good one here. Um, in fact, today we booked a holiday, which is very exciting. So we're very much looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, so this week is a little bit different because... Uh, I'm sat in my lounge rather than in front of my wardrobe recording this because there's someone else in the room with me. Would you like to say hi? Hello. <laughs> the J-Tom is on the pod. Hi, everyone. Come on. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? It's fun, this. Yeah, so think? far it's all right. So far it's all right. It's <laughs> only been me. Yep. How nervous about this are you? Out of what? I was scared of one to ten. How nervous are you about speaking to maybe twelve people? <laughs> I hear six, this. About a sixteen. <laughs> sixteen out of ten. Nice. Uh, anyway, so the J Tom is uh, an award-winning cake maker, and one of the reasons I wanted to have her on and to chat to her about what she's been doing and. Uh, the cake making and, and how that came about is because um, there have been a fair few episodes of this pod where it's been uh, about starting something new, finding what's inside you that you're uh, able to let out to be able to give away to other people. Uh, and so I thought it would be interesting to chat to the J-Tom, my wife, about how she did that because you weren't always a cake maker were you nope so what did you used to do uh, i was a police officer before i started caking okay so when we were married so, that's, so we've been married 10 years now it'll be 10 or years 10 in years may, may yeah two months which is minute. why we're going on holiday um so you were a police officer when i first when we first got married um and so what why did why did you want to become a police officer what was it about that job that you thought yeah that's that's something I want to do um well I think it must have started when I did I did a level law and my law teacher was an ex-police officer and he came in to teach us and then I went on to do law at university thinking I wanted to be a solicitor but I always found the criminal side of things much more interesting hmm. um and then it was a four-year university course and the third year was a placement year. And I ended up working for the police um, as a file preparation officer, sorting out all the all the court files and paperwork that needed for, um, for not guilty, please. And, and just being around police officers and getting to know them and being really interested in the different cases, I just... I was reminded of the stories that Ev, my uh, law teacher at, at A-Levels, used mm. to tell. 
Um, and then I decided to try it out and join as a special constable, you know, sort of try before you buy and mm, yeah. just as something extra to do while I was at university as well. Um, not paid, but meeting new people and really, really enjoyed it. So then I decided once I'd finished uni to actually apply and I happened to get in. Well, well, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was there for all of that. Yeah. That's, that was mad. That was really good. So what was it about, what was the best thing about being in the police? And what were the things that you liked about it? That I liked that I was out. I don't like being stuck behind a desk. Um, I was never destined to be an office person, I don't think. Um yeah, I just loved meeting new people, being in different situations. You can go to a hundred different jobs, um, incidents where it's all a theft, but every single one is different. Every situation is different. You meet different people, the way you react, um, people react and the way you interact with other people. It's always different. And I've always just enjoyed the variety mm. and not just being stuck yeah. doing the same thing day in, day out. I think I just get bored. So, um, so you were a police officer and you really enjoyed all of that getting out and about and doing all that stuff. And now you spend most of your days in, but police officer to cake maker <laughs> doesn't really feel like a terribly natural progression for someone, <laughs> right? When you think of a career path, you don't think, oh, first, first I'll start off, maybe I'll do the police then I'll do cake maker and I'm going to be a lifeguard or something, you know. That'd be cool. Um, hey, look, I mean, you can do all sorts of things, can't you? But <laughs> so what, so how did the cake making thing begin? So you were a police officer mm -hmm. at the time. Yeah. Do you just wake up one day and think today I'm going to stop being a police officer and I'm going to make cakes? No, I always say I accidentally started a new career. It was a bit of an accident. Like a good accident. Yeah, well, a tasty accident. Yeah, very delicious. Um, yeah, well, Nate, so while being a police officer, um, obviously we decided to have some children. Yeah, we did. That's a bit of a life change. Yeah. And of course, whilst having children, um, you get a bit of time off. I had my maternity leave. Um, and then children start to grow up. And... Lexi, our firstborn, turned one. And so, of course, she needed a birthday party. And it's not a party without a cake, right? So I hey, decided... A party without a cake is just a meeting. Of course. <laughs> I don't know who made up that phrase, but it's good. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a beauty. Yeah, so started off... Um, I mean, I baked cakes and and things before, you know, before kids... Um, but never, I'd never decorated a cake in the, you know, covering with buttercream and then sugar paste fondant. I'd never done that before. And I wanted for Lexi's first birthday, I wanted to do her a number one shaped fondant covered cake. So that was my first cake. So <laughs> I know the answer to this, but how, oh. did, how did the first cake turn out? Well, <laughs> it took three attempts. Yeah. The first attempt... Dropped the cake on the floor when I got it out of yeah. the oven. So that fell apart. pro. Yeah, well, I wasn't a pro then, was I? Um, very much a novice. Um, second attempt, 
got it got it out of the oven in one piece um carved it to a number one shape because i decided to start with a round cake to make a square shaped number one um, as you do <laughs> obviously i know better now um and you know managed to get it covered but everything was very rounded and it didn't look like a number one <laughs> didn't it what did it look like you know the answer <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a knob <laughs> it just looked like gentleman's excuse me thing um yeah i mean use your imagination guys it was a number one shape but it looked more like a hen party cake than a birthday party cake especially for a child <laughs> quite inappropriate but anyway so then attempt number three i knew i needed to make the edges very sharp and straight and neat and I'm a bit of a perfectionist anyway and I like things to be neat you know that about me anyway don't you mm. um I like things to be neat and tidy and all in a line so attempt number three I, I yeah I knew that I needed to practice before the birthday so I had plenty of time um but yeah attempt number three it looked like a number one it looked good yeah it certainly did well yeah good for you know yeah Good for a third attempt. Isn't it? Good for a third attempt yeah, at definitely. ever ever at cake decorating. Yeah. So, so that's kind of the the start, the start of it. Is just I just I really had... liked learning uh, or sort of trying to better myself and make it neater and you know just working to make what I've done better. Yeah, absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah, you want to improve all the time. Yes. Yeah, that's in what you're doing and what yeah. you're creating so that yeah but i mean it, you know I've, you know i imagine there's quite a lot of people who make cakes for their kids yeah and you know like my mum did they did you know the old caterpillar cake and stuff like that <laughs> colin you know colin <laughs> the caterpillar um and various other things so so what happened for you to think oh maybe i could make create a business or or mm. kind of have a side hustle or whatever you were <clears throat> thinking it was going to be what was the moment where you thought oh, maybe i could do this for other people and not just mm. well i mean after doing that first birthday cake um so another police officer friend of mine Gemma, was pregnant at the same time as me and had a little girl four weeks after little girl amber and she came to Lexi's first birthday party and said, wow, would you mind making one just the same as that, but saying Amber instead of Alexia? And so I actually made made that, but I didn't get her to pay for it or anything. It was a gift. So I actually made Amber's first birthday cake as well. So that was attempt number four. So, of course, it looked even more like a number one and looked even better. And then um, baby number two comes, start making birthday cakes for them. I made your 30th birthday cake, didn't I? Yeah, you did. And um, and decided that you like football, so I'll do, I'll decorate it, you know, with a football pattern. And then I got a bit carried away and decided, no, I'm going to make it sort of football shaped. And then decided to make a full on sphere, life sized football out of cake which is just getting a bit more adventurous, something I'd never done before. Didn't know how to do, but kind of made it up yeah. as I went along. And it went all right. It looked really good. Yeah, it did. It and, um, and tasty. Very and it was tasty. at that point, actually, that I'd done a few birthday cakes and then I did your football cake. And then people started saying, wow, they're really good. You should 
you should sell those. And you know how you think people are just humouring you. Yeah, oh yeah. They don't, just, act, they don't actually think it's good. They're just really saying, nice. oh wow, you did really well. <laughs> oh my goodness, look at that cake. <laughs> but, but yeah, and the, but then more and more people started saying it. So, um, and then my friend Gemma asked me again to do another birthday cake for Amber. So this is a couple of years later. Um, and so I did another one. And this time it was a Disney princess one. And I played around with different ideas of splitting the cake into four and doing different themes for each each quarter of the cake and stuff and just getting a bit more adventurous and I really liked it when people were saying how great that the cakes look <laughs> it's always nice when people compliment uh, you isn't yeah, it definitely and as long and you as realize, you believe them yeah right because well, like at this point so I went to the birthday party and not everyone knows me not everyone knew me and not everyone knew that I'd made the cake so everyone's saying wow look at this amazing cake and I'm there going hmm I know who made that. <laughs> and so, yeah, um, more and more people said I should do it. So then I thought, okay, well, I'll see about that. Better, better see if I can actually make something of this. So I Very good. started setting up a Facebook page. Yeah, didn't didn't really know much about how to do that, and accidentally had it live when I didn't realise that it was live, and. Um, then started getting messages from people saying, can you make a cake for me? And then eventually there was people who I didn't even know. Yeah. That was a wacky one when I first first had a message from someone who didn't know me, wasn't a friend of a friend, was just some random person who doesn't know me. Yeah. And they want me to make a cake for them. They think I'm good enough that they want me yeah. to, to do it. Come on. That's a bit of a leap. Yeah, that is. That's proper. Yeah. That's probably professional stuff that now. Yeah, literally it's not just friends saying, oh, can you do me one? Because, you know, because they're being kind. Yeah. That's a whole other person thinking this is good enough to pay for. Yeah. And suddenly it's like, oh, my goodness, this is happening. Yeah. I didn't think I'd... It was just... Um, so at this point I was... Um, so still a police officer. I'd had Maya, our second. Mm -hmm. um, did my maternity leave, but then applied for a five-year extended leave break so basically unpaid leave um to spend spend a few years raising the kids going to school drop-offs and sports days and nativities and stuff I wanted to be with the kids and so we weren't getting my income from the police so it was just sort of a nice little extra bit of bit of money coming in but I wasn't relying on it mm. you know there was no pressure yeah. that oh, I've started a business and I really need this to work and I need it to pay my whole, like, a normal salary to replace my police salary. It's yeah. sort of, so it was me doing what I loved and enjoyed doing and competing against myself to get better each time and each mm. cake I made yeah. without the pressure of the financial side of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big help, right? Yeah. Where it's like... So it didn't put any stress on it because... Once you start thinking, oh, I've got to take on every every single cake because I need to get the money, then you lose the joy of it. And that's what it's always been about, yeah. about the joy of making it and look, making something really yeah. pretty that people are going to love and make them happy. It's like that little switch from I want to do this because mm. I want to do this to I have to do this. Yeah. And that's such a, that's, that's, that can often be the thing that really kills something, like not kill something. But no, but I think if I ever becomes... get to the point where... 
I'm stressing and thinking, oh, I have to take on this this cake order. It's something that I don't want to do. It's not a style that I like or something, you know, it's and it and I know that it's not going to bring me joy to do it. Mm. And I'll be stressing about it, yeah. but I'm just doing it because of the money. I think at that point, if I get to, ever get to that point, I think that will be the moment I need to stop. Yeah. Find something else. Yeah. Find the next thing. Hopefully it won't ever get to that. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So That's good. So so you go from uh doing your doing our our kids' birthday cakes to doing someone else's kids' birthday cakes because mm-hmm. they saw it and they wanted you to do it. And now fast forward what a couple of years? Yeah. Two Is just over two and a bit. Two and a bit years. Since they accidentally started Facebook. And now you're an award winning wedding cake maker yeah. who has won a couple of awards and things. Yeah. And has been nominated for a whole bunch. Um so through that from from going from the first cake you made then deciding I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, I'm really gonna set out and see what I can make of this to yeah. now. What's been the hardest part of that from deciding I'm gonna try and do this to where you are now? What was what's been that thing that you've thought, wow, I can't believe <laughs> I got through that or maybe you're still in the middle of it or I don't know, maybe probably trying to ignore that little voice, you know, what's it called? Imposter syndrome. I shouldn't be here. Mm. Why are they letting me do this? I think I've had that through everything in life. I can't believe they let me do a degree. They let me have a law degree. They let me be a police officer. Who are these people? I'm still a 12 year old girl. I shouldn't be allowed to do this. Yeah. Um, and now they let me make cakes and they give me awards for it. I'm just me. They shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, just like crushing that voice and telling myself, no, actually I am good enough. Yeah. I can do this. You know, yeah, this is what, this is where I'm meant to be right now. This is what I'm supposed to be doing in life. This is my, well, I guess calling for now yeah this is what you're meant to be doing now yeah and i am just me but just me yeah. is just an award-winning wedding cake maker yeah like, yeah and also the whole i didn't mean to start a business and obviously with running your own business which i never thought i would do i never thought i would be a self-employed person but you know just the account side of things and finances and yeah trying to actually figure out how to do my first tax return and how to do that and yeah. steep with the yeah. practical admin yeah things because i'm i'm the boss i'm the cake maker i'm the pr person i'm the admin i'm yeah. the accountant yeah i'm everything so it's not just an easy job where i can just go to work do what i'm paid to do come home and forget about it it's yeah. basically all i think about is cake yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I know there's probably a lot of people out cake. there who only think about cake, <clears throat> but but yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I talk yeah. about cake a All lot to you, don't I? Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear yeah. about cake a lot, guys, and let me tell you, you wouldn't think there's that much to talk about with cake. But it turns out <laughs> you can fill pretty much a whole day with it. Yeah, day after day. So well, there's the buttercream, the ganache. <laughs> <you know. laughs> 
But you get to try it as well, though. You get to be my taster. Yeah, it's delicious. I'm glad to be your taster. <laughs> I haven't had a bad one yet, so... You That's know. good. But I think what you touched on with the imposter syndrome mm. of... Um, I don't. I like. I don't deserve this, or yeah. it's not not that I don't deserve it, but oh, someone someone's gonna someone's gonna find me out. Yeah, that I'm just making it up yeah. as I go along, right? Exactly. And you, because I am. Yeah, well, that's it. I've done a couple of courses, but I think once you get to that that stage of you realize, oh, we're we're all making this up. Yeah, as we go along, like I remember, like having kids. I was gonna say parenting, and you, you make quickly realize, oh. My mum and dad were just making it up <laughs> as they went along because I'm making this up. Yeah. And somehow I thought they knew exactly what to do, but nobody actually does when they step out on something new. Yeah. Right? It's just, well, I hope this goes well. Just don't tell our kids that. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep, yeah, keep them believing that we know everything yeah. and that we're kind of superhuman like that. That'd be good. <laughs> um, but yeah, you step out and you decide to do something and you think, well, you know, Am I allowed to do that? Yeah. I think sometimes it's the permission thing. You're waiting for someone to give you permission to do something. Yeah. And it's like, well, you don't have to have permission. I'm a grown-up now. I can do what I want. <laughs> yeah. I've got a mortgage, mortgage and kids. I'm I know. To, <laughs> I can do whatever I want. So I definitely think that's a big one. Um, would you say at the beginning of this, do you think this space of having, of of not, of of the maternity and taking the five year break and the mm. thought of well I have five years here where us as a family would be okay with you know with one salary and we we get by um, kind of having the space and not having the pressure helped you decide I'm going to go for this oh definitely yeah I mean I think if I was Going back to the police, um, I, I mean, I would have been going back part-time. I went back part-time after Lexi. So after Maya, I would have gone back part-time. Um, but it's not just every Monday and Tuesday. It's it's shift work. So it's random days, random times, night shifts, yeah. plus looking after two children. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would have had the time to have even <clears throat> thought about doing anything else alone actually go out and practically actually do it yeah so yeah definitely definitely helped just having the freedom to explore an opportunity and you know as the kids get older and Lexi started school and Myra at preschool and then now both kids at school just having the time yeah you know free time myself to be able to do it mm. <coughs> yeah I definitely think helped. Yeah, I mean, not everyone's going to have that opportunity mm. to to do that, obviously. But I do think just creating a, uh, I don't know, an hour or I don't know, whatever it is in your day, yeah, where you can, where you're not just filling, you're not just watching TV or you're not just you know f consuming things to let to kind of think, well, what what could I do? What could I give? Mm. You know, and it is an important thing in, yeah. in that, you know, and you, you just space for creativity to come out. Cause I mean, you know, I've always said I'm not a very creative person. Yeah. I've always been, which side is it? Left brain, very logical. Yeah. And yeah. you know, this goes on to that, which goes on to that, you know, 
Absolutely. Maths. Yeah, well, you've always said, oh, no, I can't, not creative. No. No, no, people just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah. But it's not that at all. And actually what, in your job, I am very creative. you have this creativity thing, but you also have the, well, that needs to go there. You have to organise yourself because mm. you've got all the practical stuff, but also the, like, the actual, make the reason you're, you're an award-winning cake maker is probably because you... um have that not not perfectionist quite but this needs to be right yeah and it needs to be done in the right order and in the right way mm. and so the creativity coupled with that kind of creates something that's unique yeah um and i think that's what people would say about your cakes are unique and they mm. um they look great you know yeah i mean if i'm not happy with how something's gone i'll, I'll strip it and redo it yeah i won't send out a cake if I'm not 100% happy with how it looks. Yeah. Because well, there is that perfe yeah. perfectionism. and It's your reputation and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's good. Okay, last question then. If, if there's one thing you've learnt that you think would help other people who are thinking of starting something new or thinking of trying something new, um, what would... That maybe it's more than one, but what would one thing be? Um, don't listen to that little voice in your head that says you can't do it. If you don't try, then you'll never know. Like you said before, if you want something new to happen, you have to do something new. Yeah. So give it a try. It may not work out and, you know, you can go back to how you were before. But what if something completely different and completely magical happens and you turn from a police officer into a wedding cake maker? Because, <laughs> like you said, those two don't... There's not a natural progression from police yeah. to yeah. cake. Um, although police do love cake and donuts, don't they? <laughs> we all know that. Um, but, yeah, if you, don't, if you don't try something new, then nothing new can happen. So... Yeah. Yeah, that's and that something new could be your destiny. You you just never knew about it because yeah. you didn't try. Yeah. It's good. All you need is, is right? you know, 10 seconds of courage, right, to go, yeah, I'm going to do that and give it a go. Yeah. And you'll be well away. Well, superb. Well, thanks, J-Tom. Thanks, N-Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I've never called you that before. <laughs> Nate Dog. Well, people earlier in the podcast only know you as J-Tom. Really? Yeah. Do you talk about me? Well, That's yeah. Well, have you ever listened to one of these? No, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I keep meaning to. I'm I sorry. I taste your cake. What and number you is don't this? Listen number, to my pods. Number nineteen. This is number nineteen. I know. And they're about twenty minutes long each. Oh goodness! I can't even do that math that fast. But that's well, like over six hours. Yeah. I mean, it's six hours of me waffling on, which you get every day anyway. Well, but yeah. you know, I could put it on while I'm making a cake. Yeah, I'll do that put it on before you go to bed so I need to sleep <laughs> I've um, already got that <laughs> lying next to me sending you to sleep um, anyway thank you very much for listening everybody thank I hope you you've enjoyed this different episode <laughs> I've never done one of these before <laughs> and the thing is it's kind of one of those odd situations where I kind of know the answers to all the questions I'm, answer I'm asking so it's kind of a little bit odd but I hope you found it helpful and had fun um and have a great week 
And as always, remember, I love you. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Isn't it sweet? It's lovely. I always tell people I love them. Because I do. Because they all come and listen to this. And we love you. (laughs) You'd never heard it. No, but I love you. Oh, well, for you. You know. For you. I'm glad about that. Anyway, bye. Bye.